We've talked about some of the issues here with the Washington Nationals, and obviously that starts with this Nationals bullpen. But there is a second issue that I'm going to tell you guys about, and it is a little bit jarring. I'm going to tell you about that right after this. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is sponsored by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, always guaranteed with our friends over at GameTime. And thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And if you're every day or out there, you know what this means. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you get your team every day. And obviously, I've taken my passion for this Nationals team into podcast form here with the Locked On Podcast Network. And obviously, later on in the show, we're going to talk about a big game coming up this weekend in which I believe will be an exciting pitching matchup. I'm going to tell you all about that and preview a little bit of that game this weekend. But then in the second segment... We got a big series matchup this weekend against the Atlanta Braves filled with pitching matchups galore. If you're an MLB prospect and if you're in a young pitching, you're going to love this Atlanta Braves series coming up here. I'll tell you guys more about that. But as I said in that cold open, the Nationals up to this point in 2023, the one glaring issue has been this Nationals bullpen. Bottom five in ERA, a ton of home runs given up, a ton of blown saves. It gets worse and worse and worse with this Nationals bullpen. But we're going to take a little step back because that's not the only issue with this Washington Nationals team. As we know, there are three key offensive guys on this Nationals team. And if you aren't aware, it is Lane Thomas, it's C.J. Abrams, and I'll get to that a little bit later as to why. And then it's also J. Mayor Candelario. Three of those four guys, all of them are in the top four of this team's with RBIs. And obviously, Lane Thomas has been kind of the guy when it comes to that. But C.J. Abrams is second on the team with 29 RBIs, only behind Joey Manessis, who just took his spot a few days ago. Then J. Mayor Candelario and Lane Thomas are also tied third with the RBIs on the team with 28, just one behind C.J. Abrams. With those three guys right now, not only have they consistently been out there, besides J. Mayor Candelario, he had a little injury here and there up in the earlier part of the season, but C.J. Abrams and Lane Thomas have been the mainstays in this lineup. And in particular, it's been Lane Thomas. Lane Thomas has had an extraordinary season up to this point. But as of late, the Nationals have been losing a lot of games. And obviously, a key part of that is this Nationals bullpen just kind of blowing up and finding different ways to lose every night. That's not ideal. But also, I can look at that and say, well, what's on the flip side? Have the national starting pitching staff done what they've needed to do? For the most part, yes. Has the national's defense been up to speed? Has everyone been making the plays and making the easy plays? Yes. But then you look at the offensive side of things. And those three guys who have been, all three of them coming up in big clutch situations multiple times over the season, 
they've kind of fallen off over the last few games and really the last 10 games as to why this Nationals team has not been that good. Since May 27th, the Nationals have scored four runs, two runs, one run, three runs, 10 runs, eight runs, two runs, three runs, five runs, and two runs. You see a couple games in there with eight and 10 runs. Obviously, those are offensive explosions. 10 runs coming up against the Los Angeles Dodgers where this team was just killing the baseball that weekend. But then these other games where you're seeing only one run and two runs and three runs and most importantly, a lot of two-run games. This Nationals offense hasn't been able to drive in runs in the way that we saw over the month of May. And as we get into June, it's only June 9th. There's still a lot of time to turn it around this month, and I'm not concerned. But when you're going up against the Atlanta Braves and this pitching staff, this offense has to be on par with what they're going to provide us. Because the Atlanta Braves pitching staff, it doesn't matter what they do. They're going to go out there, and they're going to have a competitive starting pitcher no matter who it is. That's the Atlanta Braves. That's what they do. That's kind of their ego, you could say, as far as the front office goes. They print starting pitchers. They have money trees in the back. Pitching trees is what I call them. And over the last month, and really the last 10 games in particular, Lane Thomas has kind of cooled off a little bit and landed back on earth. He's only got a 694 OPS in those 10 games since May 27th, I should add, and only two RBIs. That's not enough production from someone who was getting plenty of production in the month of May. Multiple clutch hits, home runs, all the different things that Lane Thomas has done well up to this point. He's kind of fallen off that track just a little bit over the last 10 games or so. Jamer Candelario as well in the month of June has a 118 batting average. Not good. And a 485 OPS in total. Jamer Candelario, again, the switch hitting guy who has provided a lot of power at times. And what I like from him is he comes up with timely hits, as we've seen multiple times in the month of May. But he's also kind of fallen off the production of getting these runs across the board, as we have seen that. C.J. Abrams as well, since May 27th, he's only got a 160 batting average and a 510 OPS. But the moral of this story is that these guys are not hitting for power. As right now, C.J. Abrams in that stretch has a 323 slugging percentage. That's not good enough. With C.J. Abrams, we need to see the extra base hits. We need to see the ball in the gap. Little less strikeouts, more walks, and more production equals more runs. Same with J. Candelario. The slugging hasn't been there in the month of June. He's only slugging at a 235 rate right now. That's not good especially for someone that we depend on. He's kind of been our power bat alongside Joey Manessas. But even then, Joey Manessas hasn't been the power bat that we've all wanted to see. So with Candelario, it's simple for me. J-Mer Candelario has just got to settle down at the plate. And when he does that, when he gets settled into the game, and once he starts getting these wheels moving again, that's when you'll start to see Jamer actually take the ball the other way. Because that is something that he hasn't done. And if you've seen his spray chart, you'll see what I'm talking about. Because Candelario, he does have the potential to not only be a solid third baseman in this league, but he's got a potential to be the best sitter in this Nationals lineup if he hasn't been this so far this year. But then Lane Thomas as well. This hot start that he has had, we also expect more. We want more. 
Because I don't know about you guys, I treat Lane Thomas not just as a fourth outfielder, but as someone who can be competitive in this Nationals lineup day in and day out. And why do I think that? It's because that's what he has shown us. He's shown us so far that this year he's been a different hitter. He's hitting for average. And not only is he hitting for average, he's hitting for a little bit of power. He's getting on base. He's not striking out as much as he once did. So all of these guys who have been a mega important part to this Nationals lineup have had a kind of a downfall, you could say, in the month of June. And really since that Kansas City Royals series. I don't know what has happened since. Obviously, the Nationals have played a lot better talent than that Kansas City Royals team. And obviously, the Nationals' bullpen come in late in games. You have a seven-run lead. You blow that. Ultimately, they won that game. But you have to improve and get these little things right. Now, I will say this. Just a human aspect of this. When you have a bullpen that has been as unreliable as this Nationals' bullpen has been, It's pretty deflating when you have a seven run lead. It's kind of like we've done our job. The offense has done our job. And now the bullpen and the pitching comes in and just kind of mucks it up. That can be frustrating for a young team, especially for a team with a lackluster of talent on the offensive side of the baseball. And this Nationals team is that. But these three guys with C.J. Abrams and Lane Thomas and Jamer Candelario, we rely on them to slug in and get these guys home. We rely on C.J. Abrams to get on base and then score. Simple as that. It's baseball. It's not overthinking it. You aren't doing the T's and the P's correctly. You have to get on base. You have to get your hits. And most importantly, when you get on base, you have to be savvy with it like a C.J. Abrams like Elaine Thomas. Candelario is not really in that boat, but we need to see more slugging from him because as we pointed out, it's not been a good slugging month for J-Mare Candelario. So of course, you guys can catch the Nationals play the Atlanta Braves tonight as Josiah Gray takes the hill once again. Thank you. Catch every pitch of the Nats hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And guys, if you aren't aware, the pitching matchups this weekend against the Atlanta Braves is nothing south of electric. I can tell you that for a fact. We're going to preview this Atlanta Braves series as obviously the Nationals. They got their guys that they want going on the bump. We're going to preview that game and talk about much, much more. But before we do that, I got to tell you guys about our friends over at Game Time. And guys, Game Time has just been such a treat when you get to buy tickets to your favorite events, and they are never stressful. That is why I have to tell you guys about Game Time and the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. There are flash deals and last-minute tickets always with our friends at Game Time, and it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And my favorite part of this is that they have images of the seat view. So if you feel like you're going to be obstructed at a Nationals game, Game Time has you covered. You get to see where you'll sit. You get to visualize where you'll get to see that Lane Thomas home run, that C.J. Abrams stolen base, all the fun things that makes a baseball game great to go to so snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on mlb for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again 
create an account and redeem code locked on MLB for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And now we get back into it as we have to talk about some of these pitching matchups this weekend, as I believe this Nationals team will maybe get on the right track against this Atlanta Braves squad. Obviously, the Atlanta Braves team is a very tough one. We know that. As I said, the pitching for them, it just grows on trees. They have young guys like a Bryce Elder, who you'll be seeing on Sunday. We're going to talk a little bit about him later on in this show. He's been very good. In fact, almost too good for a rookie first-round pick, someone who really hasn't been in the big leagues for all that long starting this year. The Nationals rocked him around in his first start of this 2023 season. But since then, he has been lights out. We're going to talk about Bryce Helder, but also tonight, let's get into it because it is a gray day. Josiah Gray going up against another, another Atlanta Braves prospect, A.J. Smith. Shaver and AJ Smith Shaver so far has only appeared in one game tonight. He's kind of like an opener type, I believe. But when you look down at his numbers in the minor leagues, this guy not only is he a bullpen guy, but he can start some games as that is what the Braves intend to do with him. So he makes his first career start tonight against this Nationals team. How long will he go? We don't really know up to this point, but I can tell you this for a right handed pitcher, someone who has thrown in the mid to upper 90s before this is going to be a tough matchup for this national squad you're gonna have to rely on your guys like a key bear Ruiz a left-handed bat a Dominic Smith a left-handed bat in order to get some power off this lineup because this nationals team as we talked about that first segment the slugging hasn't been there it hasn't been there for a little bit of a while now C.J. Abrams is in that category as well. You're going to have to see C.J. jump on these pitches and really take advantage of the mistakes that pitchers have given him so far. He's 22 years old. A lot of guys at that point are still in AAA, are still developing. Well, C.J. Abrams is a different story. He's developing up in the major leagues still. Think of him as a prospect. Don't rush this thing along. C.J. Abrams will find a way to get it together. I truly believe in that. But he's also has to be patient and he's just got to do the simple things correct. Like when pitchers make mistakes and they leave a breaking ball high in the zone, you have to kill it. You have to take advantage of the mistakes when you're in the big leagues. It goes for everybody across the board. And that is why the great players are great because they take advantage of all the mistakes that pitchers can make. But not only that, as we said, it's not a gray day for no reason. We get to see Josiah Gray tonight, and that is obviously an exciting feature for tonight's game. Josiah Gray, to start this year against the Atlanta Braves, it wasn't pretty on opening day. It was not pretty for him on his opening day. The second game of the year, his first two pitches, gone for a home run. Gone forever. But I like my chances with Josiah Gray on the mound as he has had productive outings against this Brave squad. They've seen him a decent amount over the last year or two. But here's the thing with Josiah Gray. When he's facing a team like the Atlanta Braves with a Ronald Acuna, with an Ozzie Albies, he's gotten to see these guys in what they do best. And I believe that Josiah Gray, while he has had good outings against this Atlanta Braves team, This is a different Josiah Gray going into 2023. 
This is a much improved Josiah Gray with a little bit of a lower walk rate, a little less strikeouts, but again, he still has the stuff to get outs, and that is what he has done. And especially when considering that this Nationals defense compared to last year has been much better, it rolls a little bit better for someone like Josiah Gray, who's going to make his defense work and get the outs. Because Josiah Gray coming out from the Dodgers system, this was someone who had a high strikeout rate, at least one strikeout per inning. And even at some times, he was having multiple strikeouts per innings. But Josiah Gray has to have that defense behind him up in the major leagues. He doesn't rely on his fastball like he did in 2022. You're starting to see him throw multiple different pitches, as obviously the cutter this year has been the different one. But his slider is going to be in play tonight, especially going up against these left-handed hitters like a Matt Olson, who is a scary hitter, to say the least. And he's kind of Freddie Freeman 2.0 in my mind with this Nationals team. So someone like Josiah Gray going up tonight, it's going to be a tough matchup. But not only is tonight going to be a tough matchup, you got Mackenzie Gore in the bump tomorrow night. And this one scares me just a little bit when you have someone like Ronald Acuna in this lineup. It's scary. Let's just rip off the Band-Aid. When you have someone like Acuna who does it so well, he hits for power, he hits for average, he's going to make you look like a fool at times. That's a little scary, especially for a 24-year-old left-handed pitcher going up against Acuna. But here's the thing. I still believe in Mackenzie Gore being this big-game pitcher. I've always kind of believed in that aspect of his game. While it wasn't like touted as Mackenzie Gore is a big-time pitcher, this is why Mike Rizzo wanted him. No, no, no. Mike Rizzo wanted him because he's a very good left-handed pitcher. So he can still throw in the mid to upper 90s when he feels like it. And with Mackenzie Gore... While you can look at the wins and losses and say, oh, he's only got three wins and four losses. Nah, that's not how we do it with pitchers here at Locked On Nationals. Not how we do it. But he's going up against a pretty favorable matchup with someone who has a five ERA on the year with Jared Schuster. Again, someone else the Nationals can take advantage of, a younger arm, someone who still has gotten his feet wet in the major leagues. And the Nationals can take advantage and jump on these opportunities when it comes to someone like a Mackenzie Gore versus Schuster. Because Gore, when going up against this Atlanta Braves team, as we saw him make his Nationals debut in Game 3 of the season on Sunday this past uh, uh, April, you could say, he dominated. That's when we kind of saw where, like, this Mackenzie Gore guy is pretty good, carrying a no-hitter through the first few innings. This is the matchup that I believe will be probably the most interesting one this week, and I'm going to go a little bit deeper into that later on in this program. But on a Saturday at 4 o'clock in Atlanta, the one thing that does concern me with Mackenzie Gore in that matchup is the hot Atlanta air, hot Atlanta. The ball likes to trot the fly at Truist Park, especially when this Braves team is at home. It is just a tough ballpark to play on. It's simple as that. But with Mackenzie Gore, I trust his instincts and I trust what this guy can do because we've seen it from him. We've seen him take over these games. We've seen him dominate the Atlanta Braves lineup because the Braves lineup is no joke. Even if you don't have your stud shortstop Dansby Swanson anymore, they'll find a way. If you don't have Ronald Acuna in the lineup, they'll find a way. That's just what this Braves lineup does. And most importantly, they take advantage of of all the mistakes that you give them. And that is an important factor 
when talking about this Nationals team and what they can do best. So with that matchup on Saturday, Mackenzie Gore is going to have to limit the mistakes. And when I mean mistakes, limit the walks. Find your command. Find what works for you and pound the strike zone. Because Mackenzie Gore, while a lot of major league pitchers, you can say, play a little bit out of the strike zone. You don't have to pound the zone. When you have swing and miss stuff the way that Mackenzie Gore does, you can play outside the zone, meaning you can throw a breaking ball down in the dirt and get some swings and misses. But I think the opposite. I think when you have a pitcher like Mackenzie Gore, now while you can't leave your breaking pitches high and away, because good hitters will take advantage of that, Mackenzie Gore can mess around in the zone a little bit, getting those sliders away, getting that curveball away. That is what Mackenzie Gore does. And if he can hit the zone and hit his targets the way that Kiber Ruiz wants him to hit it, then you can get away with a few mistakes against a lineup like the Braves. Because Mackenzie Gore's stuff is that good. Simple as that. And again, you guys can catch tonight's game as the Nationals play the Atlanta Braves at 7:10 East or 7:20 Eastern time because Atlanta thinks they're a little special with their traffic and everything like that. I'm so sure. Catch every pitch of the Nats hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. Before we get into talking about, in my opinion, the most interesting game this weekend is the Nationals have to play, and that is, as I was talking about, Mackenzie Gore versus the Atlanta Braves. We're going to get a little bit deeper into that matchup, but before we do that, I got to tell you guys about our friends over at Bird Dogs. And guys, Bird Dogs make you look so good because they have Bird Dog Stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog Shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-sweat wicking fabric that makes you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB and enter promo code locked on MLB for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. I can promise you that. And now we get back into it as we have to preview Mackenzie Gore versus this Atlanta Braves lineup. And obviously, the Nationals are going up against Jared Schuster, the 24-year-old former first-round pick, 25 overall back in that 2020 MLB draft right before the Atlanta Braves took the World Series championship in that 2021 season. But he made his season debut against this Nationals team as he only went four and two-thirds innings with four earned runs, five walks, and only one strikeout. But since then... He's been a little bit better, you could say, and especially as of recent in the month of May. This is his first start in June so far, but again, this Nationals lineup has seen it. And against left-handed pitchers, this Nationals lineup has fared pretty well, especially going up against the Atlanta Braves. And with a young pitcher, this Nationals team does have some savvy vets. With savvy vets, there's a Joey Manessis. Now, it's only his second year in the big leagues, but this guy is a professional hitter. We've seen it. He's proven it to me. Lane Thomas as well. 
another right-handed bat that can take advantage of this Nationals team. So the key for Mackenzie Gore and this Saturday start and why I like it so much is that this Nationals team has a chance to win. And while some people are like, well, we have a chance to win all three games. You're right. Come on. The Atlanta Braves are a good team. I'm looking at the game that I believe the Nationals can fare well, both pitching-wise and offense-wise. This Nationals team can take advantage of someone like Schuster. As we said, this Nationals lineup is loaded with some right-handed bats. Now, while I don't love Kibert Ruiz being that right-handed hitter, I like him on the left side of that plate. You could see someone like a Riley Adams, someone who has been relatively good so far in the month in the month of May and June. Someone who has hit for power and slugging when he is in this lineup. Now, he did do really bad in that Wednesday lineup, having multiple strikeouts and going over in the last game he played. But again, this guy has provided power. He has done well against left-handed pitching. So I wouldn't be surprised to see someone like a Riley Adams behind the plate, having Joey Manessis DH and giving Kibar Ruiz that day off and having him catch on Sunday. But again, that makes it a little complicated considering Patrick Corbin will be the one starting on Sunday. So it's going to be interesting who will be the catcher over the weekend. But I do believe that he would want to take advantage of that lefty-righty matchup with someone like Riley Adams taking the dish behind Mackenzie Gore and the crew. So thank you guys for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And the Nationals play the Braves tonight at 7.20 Eastern time. You can catch that game and every pitch of the Nats' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals. And again, guys, enjoy the Nationals content this weekend. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. See you Monday for a National Stock Report. Did the Washington Nationals beat the Atlanta Braves? We'll discuss all of that and more. But until then, go Nats.